Hey, when you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about those out-of-pocket costs. Now, that could be a lot of money, but are your medical bills accurate? Now, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills actually contain errors. Now, HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, or fraud. Now, you can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. Now, to date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. Check them out online, healthlock.com. Go there today. Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, of now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. Now, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Now, you can get unlimited talk and text, plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile for the exact same service. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N, make the switch today. Save an additional 50% off your first month. That's puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Hey, warmer days remind us of fond summer memories. Now, you can make those moments year-round with a Michael Phelps swim spa by our friends at Master Spas, and that combines the leisure of a hot tub with the exercise benefits of a pool. Now, Master Spas technology is incredible with LED lighting, beautiful waterfalls, and those super powerful water jets installed in just one day. You're going to love it. Proudly made in America. Use the promo code Hannity in the upper right-hand corner. That's masterspas.com for up to $1,000 off. You can exercise, relax, recover with the only hot tub and swim spa brand I trust, masterspas.com. All right, News Roundup, Information Overload Hour, Sean Hannity Show. We need a little fun on, on a Friday. We just do. It's a, These are tough days. Anyway, 46 days till Election Day. Best election coverage available on your radio dial. Um, I don't even know. I'm kind of torn on on admitting this publicly, but it's true. So I always tell my audience the truth. But I I happen to be really, really good friends with Stephen A. And my son is a sports nut, loves sports. I mean, Saturday, Sunday, I I can't get in touch with my son unless I'm writing him about football, because that's all that's his entire life is devoted to college and pro football. And anyway, so one day I was with my son. And he didn't know that we were close friends. And I said, yeah, I could call him right now. He said, no way. Now, I don't think my son's ever watched or listened to my shows, but he watches every show that Stephen A. does and every show he's ever did. And the good news about Stephen A. is he's got a brand new podcast he's starting, which I think is such a great idea for him. He's so so loved by everybody. Uh, And it's called No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. Now, you spell no, K-N-O-W, which is pretty interesting to me. Now, here's the lineup of distinguished guests. Snoop Dogg is going to be on. LL Cool J is going to be on. Sue Bird is going to be on. Chris Cuomo is going to be on. And guess who else is going to be on this this podcast? Yours truly. And this is going to destroy the podcast for, for and destroy Stephen A's credibility with his own. What are we friends with that guy Hannity for? But I'm proud to call him my friend. He's one of the most gifted, talented broadcasters I've ever met. He's a dear, dear friend. I'm proud of all of his success. Happy for all of his success. Stephen A., are you sure you don't want to bail on this? It, it might just kill I'm your entire bailing. podcast. I, I love how you try to paint it like it's dangerous for you to be talking to me. No, it's dangerous <laughs> for me to be talking to you. Let's get that right right now. The danger is all mine. Nobody's going to bother you. They're going to bother me, especially folks in the black community, but I don't care. It's not fair, and I don't, get, I don't pay attention to that nonsense. At Can I just say day. something? Why would people be upset 
when you have two people, we agree on some things. We disagree on other things. You've been on this show many times. You've been on yes. TV with me. Yeah. Um, yes. And disagreeing with you and trying to and disagree, you, but you still won't listen. You still won't listen. But I won't okay. listen. But I'll hear. I'll hear you out. But you're not going to change true. my mind. That's There's a difference. That's I definitely want to hear. Well, first, number one, your success on ESPN is unprecedented. I mean, the show is a phenomenal show. You are a phenomenal broadcaster. I am always interested in what you have to say. I love your fights with, like, Mad Dog Russo and some other people. Uh, it's just a lot of fun to watch, and I love sports, as you know. Yeah, absolutely. You don't know sports. but <laughs> Not like you do, no. Matter. You don't know it, but, but you do love to watch it. There's no question. And shockingly to your, your listeners, let me tell you something. I have changed your mind on a couple of times, but we won't get into that today. At the end of the day, though, I really appreciate the kind words. Thank you so much, man. And, and I have been very blessed and fortunate uh, to to really succeed at ESPN, I've had my ups, I've had my downs, uh, but in fairness and credit to you, you've always been supportive of me, even when you've disagreed with me from time to time. So I've you know, always appreciated I, that. I will send you notes occasionally because I know that there are people, for whatever reason, you know, the, the talk police out there that can't stand an, a different opinion. I have never one time, Stephen A., supported a boycott or a firing of somebody because of what they said on the air, and I never will. Because that, you know, people in life, we're shooting by the hip. There's not one word that I've said in this interview that I thought about beforehand. It's just a conversation with two friends. We're on the air. Sometimes you may slip up and say something. Whoops, you didn't come, quite come out the way you wanted it to come out. Right. And everybody's there, you know, oh, fire him, get rid of this. What if the person said something and thought about it later and they regret it and they apologize? You and I have talked about that, and I've agreed with you for the most part. I just understand where it comes from in this day and age. So what happens, especially in the world of sports, we'll use that as an example for the content, of the, for the purposes of this conversation. When you have advertisers and sponsors who bolt and ultimately threaten to affect, dramatically affect your bottom line, then if you're a business, sometimes that leaves you with no choice. So when it comes to something like that, I understand it. My problem is, is, especially, and you and I have this in common, especially when it comes to people in this business, in our business, the willingness to pounce on somebody and be unforgiving for whatever they, it is that they said that you may disagree with and what have you. And do you think their career should end? I'm like, wait a minute. We, we're in a business. We understand you're speaking live. You're speaking off the, cu off the cuff and extemporaneously. Stuff comes with it. And sometimes you may say something that you regret. And so to me, America's supposed to be the land of second chances in that regard. And that's where you and I are aligned in our thinking, especially when it comes to people in this business. They have no excuse for being so unforgiving about folks, folks speaking, uh, mistakenly speaking or uttering a word or, or a sentence or whatever the case may be. You know, I, I love sports. One thing I don't like about sports is when politics gets into sports. Like this, the, I don't want to rehash the history of Colin Kaepernick and all that. Right. I don't think it's good for sports, and I'll tell you why. The great, the, one of the coolest things is when it, you go to a football game, you go to a basketball game, you go to a baseball game, whatever the event happens to be, and what happens? You you have people of all socioeconomic backgrounds, all races, and they're there usually with a shared passion, a home team, the sport that they all love. 
How many times have you been in the stand, Stephen A., and, and you find yourself high-fiving a stranger or buying a stranger a beer or sharing your, your popcorn with people? I mean, right. that's the atmosphere when, you, when you're at a sports stadium. The last yeah. thing we need to in, interject is, uh, do you like Donald Trump or not like Donald Trump? Well, do you want right to stand there. for the national anthem or not stand for the national anthem? I, I, it bothers me yeah. when politics well, intersects well, with sports. Well, first of all, a couple of things. Number one, you bother a lot of people, so get over it. They're going to bother you with some things. So you got to get over that, because you bother people all the time. That's number one. Number two, you and I, and in and, and your defense, you and the great one, Mark Levin, y'all have both disagreed with me on this. Let's take the Kaepernick situation into consideration. Kaepernick took a position. His position was to kneel before tip-off time during the national anthem. It did not interfere with the game. It did not violate his rights as an American citizen. It did not impede anybody's ability to enjoy the 60 minutes of football they came to watch. It did not violate any NFL bylaws. So at the end of the day, you're seeing something you don't like for a few seconds. From an American citizen that had every right to do what he did, even if you disagree with it. That did not interfere with the game. Now, if he was taking the knee on the football field, when he was supposed to be taking the snap and dropping back the pass, we got a different problem. If he's taking the knee and it's interrupting the, the play and what people came to watch, that's a different animal. But for him to do something just because you don't like it doesn't mean that it ruins the experience. Forget it. Let's take me out of the equation here. Sure. Look at, look at what it did to the sport. It hurt the sport of football. It All those people with all those diverse backgrounds in that right. crowd – Right. It divided the the uh, it's it's the greatest opportunity to unite people, and instead okay. people are united. You got one group of fans over here clapping, okay. one group of fans over here booing. Now instead of the high fiving, the buying the beer and sharing the popcorn, you know now you've you've taken a moment where people can put aside differences and find a common passion, and you, you you're ruining it with politics. It's not the pl time and place for it. Well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I believe you in freedom. Right. He's free to do it. The NFL is free that. to make their rules. Right. But, but I think you, it's a but, bad idea. Well, 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 wait a minute. But the people tell us that, Sean. The people been... tell us that when the ratings dropped and the audience and the audiences dipped for NFL games, fine. Then you saw people modifying their thinking. But when they saw that ultimately they could lock arms with one another and what have you, what happens is people return to the games. You, Listen, the they really don't. only returned towards the end of last year, and this year has been their best ratings year in like 10 years. So it, the, the drop was healthy. significant. And my argument back to you is, yeah, Colin Kaepernick, I believe in freedom. I believe in liberty. I also believe the NFL as an organization has their own rules and regulations. That's up to them. But is, right. it, a, is it a good business plan? No. And is it, is it ruining an opportunity for people with such diverse backgrounds to share their passion together, I think it, it's it's just not the time and place for it. But the but the reality is, Sean, people are not going to always be aligned. You epitomize that every day. You I do. To tens of millions of people who agree with you. I know tens of millions of people who disagree with you. They're not aligned. <laughs> they They're all your friends. They wouldn't talk to you. They wouldn't. They they wouldn't want to. They wouldn't want to be interviewed by you. They wouldn't want to interview you. They wouldn't want to talk to you. They wouldn't want to have a. <laughs> oh, you you sending me home for the weekend with a you know 
with a self-esteem problem. Go ahead. It's not a self-esteem problem. The point is, it happens. But ultimately, America becomes better because in the end, you know what you learn to appreciate? A, the fact that you have the license to disagree and you can still move forward. What we got to do as a society is encourage folks that it's okay to disagree without being so damn disagreeable. I'll tell you what I, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I do love. Here's a cool moment at the end of every football game, usually. If they show it, sometimes they show it, sometimes they don't. You will have people from both teams, and sometimes even the reps, at the end of a hard-hitting game. You know, football players are gladiators. I mean, Mm -hmm. the average career of a football player is, what, three and a half years? Yes. Um, Most people are not playing in the NFL. Okay, they're not playing as long as Tom Brady. Um, who is just phenomenal to watch. What a great storyline for all, all of us that love sports. But here's the thing. At the end of that game, they form a circle, and they get arm-in-arm, and te- both teams together, coaches together included, sometimes the refs included, after they've tried to beat each other's brains out on the field. And they pray together, thankful for the opportunity to to have the jobs that they have and perform in front of such large crowds and then, you know, shake hands, high five, give each other a hug and, and go to their respective locker rooms. That's well, cool. Allow the, well, allow the sports expert to retort. That is not every player. Nope. The fact of the matter is there's plenty of players who don't lock on and take a knee and share in the prayer because they don't like each other. They didn't get in the fight. <laughs> They didn't commit criminal acts against one another, but they don't lock arms with one another. By the way, I love fighting in sports. I've I've been a hockey player my whole life. Yeah, and I'll hockey ne- ne- must happens. never get rid of fire. I love the fight that broke out uh, with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers last weekend. Right. I'm only telling you, you just made your own point. You pointed out how some come together. I pointed out how not all come together. But it's but not. It's game. not politics. God they isn't really game. politics. There's a big difference, I think. You know, because here's here's the thinking of people that have half of people in a stadium. If if you take a knee during the national anthem, how many how many how many people fought, bled, died, lost their limbs, were disfigured fighting under that flag out of respect for them? Not you can have your political disagreements. There's a and right. you could speak out loudly. The NFL players usually have a pretty big platform outside of the game. And and they can certainly John, use that platform to raise money and make, make things better in the, in the cities they live in. Sean Hannity, I'm your buddy. What? So let me tell you, you know. something. I'm going to stop you right there, okay? <laughs> yes, you do have people who do that. And it shouldn't be politicized, fair enough. But you also have people who don't believe it was politics at all. They believe it was real life issues being being, you know, confronted that that was confronting a disenfranchised community for many, many years. They don't view it as politics. The interpretation of it is not political. So they don't view it the way Sean Hannity or people who think like well, Sean let me, Hannity might view let it. Let me give you an example where I agree with you. It's not politics to them. I've watched your show enough to know that you have been a very strong advocate for more minorities in positions uh, in, on the coaching side of, of football and other sports and yes. in upper management. And yes. I agree with you. I absolutely think that the, some of these organizations have been a- atrocious in terms of their outreach. Uh, there's so much talent out there, and I don't think they've – I think they've gotten the message now, but mm-hmm. it's taken people like you 
uh, pointing it out for a long period of time to get that accomplished. Yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to stop. But in the same breath, the very people that I support getting these positions to speak to your point, I'm going to hold them accountable to, to the importance of upholding the standard that comes with the job. And if you don't do that, there's a price that you have to be paid, that you have to pay, because what we don't want to do is dilect, dilute rather, the importance of those circumstances. If All right, stay, that, stay right there. I'm not cutting you off. I'm going to hold you over. I rarely do this. I'm going to hold you over, give you five more minutes on the other side. I've okay. got to take a break. You understand that. No Mercy by Stephen A. Smith. It's launching uh, September 26th, which is Monday. You don't want to miss it. I'm not sure what day I'm going to be on, but I'll be on. LL Cool J, Snoop Dogg will be on. I'm sure a lot of athletes are going to make it. Uh, we'll continue more with Stephen A. Smith on the other side as we continue. All right, I want to remind uh, all of you uh, that are believers in the Second Amendment like I am, you're going to love Henry Repeating Arms. A family-owned business, 25th anniversary, and they're giving away a million dollars through their Guns for Great Causes charitable arm, Tunnel to Towers Foundation, Building Homes for Heroes, Children's Hospitals. They help vets, law enforcement, first responders. And you're going to love your Henry. I have, as you know, I'm a gun collector. I have a number of Henrys. I love every one of them. Every product comes with a lifetime guarantee. Every single Henry I own, the best craftsmanship I've ever seen in a firearm. It's accurate right out of the box. It's reliable. It's affordable. And you get the owner, Anthony's personal guarantee, 100% satisfaction, money back guarantee. They have a broad range of rim fires. Uh, uh, both rimfire, centerfire calibers, 200 models to choose from. What I love is their unique variety of finishes, especially as a collector. There's something for everybody. If you're a hunter, an outdoorsman, maybe you need it for home defense, or you're a collector like I am. Anyway, it's gonna, you're gonna love your Henry. It's made in America or it's not made at all. Go to henryusa.com. One word, henryusa.com. They'll send you a free catalog, free decals a list of dealers where you are, and you will love this company, you will love your Henry, and you will be as passionate about Henry repeating arms as I am. Once again, Pure Talk, my sponsor and my wireless company, they're investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. And I'm really happy to announce that Pure Talk is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right, as you plan your summer travel, make sure that your wireless provider as you covered at home and abroad. Pure Talk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, and now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. You get unlimited talk and text and plenty of 5G data for just 20 bucks a month. That's less than half the price of the big carriers, Verizon, AT&T, and T-Mobile, for the exact same service. Now bring your phone or get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Just go to puretalk.com slash Sean, S-E-A-N. Make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash Sean. Do it now. You save an additional 50% off your first month. Make the switch to Pure Talk so you can afford to travel this summer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If 
you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Joe Biden wants you taxed to the brink, under the thumb of the IRS, and controlled with a digital dollar. That's why thousands of hardworking, patriotic Americans are opting out by diversifying their savings with precious metals like gold and silver. And guess what? Sean Hannity is doing the same. He's been purchasing precious metals like gold and silver from the top-rated company, GoldCo. GoldCo is a seven-time Inc. 5000 winner, number one rated gold IRA company with over 5,000 five-star reviews. And they've placed over $2 billion in precious metal sales for people just like you. Right now, they're offering up to $10,000 in bonus silver while supplies last. That's right, up to $10,000 in bonus silver, but only while supplies last. So if you're looking to diversify your savings, visit HannityGold.com to learn how you could get started today. You may qualify for up to $10,000 in bonus silver, so don't wait. Go to HannityGold.com. HannityGold.com. That's HannityGold.com. Hi, 25 now to the top of the hour. Thanks for being with us. 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program? We'll get to your calls. Five more minutes with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, I will be a guest. I'm not sure what day yet. His new podcast is launching on Monday. It's called No Mercy with Stephen A. Smith. Uh, starts Monday. I'm going to be one of his first guests. I know LL Cool J is going to be one. Snoop Dogg is going to be one. Why wouldn't you put the, all of us on together? I think that'd be a great podcast. It would be a big, great, uh, great podcast, but I'd have to prep them for you. First of all, you're going to do most of the talking. <laughs> They'll have to get used to that. You're going to do most of the talking. You're going to give very little time to ask questions. Okay, you're going to do all this. <laughs> and you, and, and this is what I tell people about it. It's like you know, you can't let Sean Hannity. You know, just just give his spiel. I said, stop. That's him. Sean Hannity <laughs> is Sean Hannity all day, every day. You ain't changing him. Okay? The people really bother the really the people give you a hard time because we're friends. Yes, they do. They do. They don't they don't understand why I can talk no why I can even talk to you because I don't see a lot of your views. But the bottom line is I tell him all the time, first of all, sometimes he's actually right. I, I hate to admit it, but he is. Number one. Number two, uh, listen, the bottom line is this you've always been real about who you are. And I'm good with that. It does. I don't have to agree with you to respect you and where you're coming from. When I don't like something, I pick up the phone and call you. If I'm if I if I'm challenged with something that you're saying, you know, when I get to listen to you, I let you know. And regardless oh, you let me what, know. Uh, and regardless uh, you, you, of what you'll tell other people, you actually do say from time to time. It's rare. It's rare. But you have actually said to me, "You got a good point." I got you. But you, you know, I'll tell you yeah, the one thing that bo- you're not going to like this, but I'm going to tell okay. you the one thing that bonds us. The okay. one thing that where our friendship lies. We both have a strong belief in God, a creator, yes. natural yes. law. We're endowed Absolutely. by our creator. I believe God created every man, woman and child on this earth. That mm-hmm. that for me is fundamental and it is basic and it is ingrained in my heart, mind and soul. Okay. And and I want every human being, the word education is rooted in the Latin derivative educare to bring forth from within. I believe every child born has talent and ability directly given to them from God. And a good mm-hmm. education nurtures that talent. You, you have to live in a 
safe town and community. You have to have law and order to have it. Uh, you need a school that teaches reading, writing, math, science, history, and computers, uh, which we don't have in many places, unfortunately. Uh, and those are the things that I talk about. But, you know, when you have the common humanity, you can that, that's a great starting point for a friendship. That's what it comes down to. It's a common humanity. There's, a, there's a quite a few things I don't agree with in terms of what you say, but it's not that. It's the fact that we've got politicians on Capitol Hill and their objective or, or, or some things that transpired behind the scenes that veer away from the kind of things you just alluded to is problematic for me in more ways than it is for you in some cases and in more ways than it is for you than me in other cases. And so because of that, we, caught, we sort of get lost in the shuffle because we think things should be done a different way. We think there's a different avenue that you could go down to accomplish. Well, you can, you can disagree that talking about, but it is without being goal. that disagreeable. Exactly. By the way, you, we, you, you asked me we, for we 20 did. minutes from your podcast and I laughed. I said, right. there's no right. way yeah, no, I'm going to be able to do, you're going to be oh, able to do, do a 20 minute oh, podcast. I, I'll predict yeah, it's oh, going to go over an hour. I predict, I predict that I'm going to cut you down about 40 minutes. I can tell you that much. I mean, no matter how much you talk to, but I will tell you this, though. Here's the thing. You are right, because this is the thing. You say a lot of interesting and compelling things that open the floodgates of dialogue. And that's what I really got to give you credit for. Because even when I disagree with something, I love going to other people to regurgitate what you said to see how they would feel and how they react when the cameras are off and they're away from everybody else. Those kind of things are food for thought, and you always provide that. So I really appreciate that coming from you, well, as annoying as you can be. <laughs> well, why don't we end it on that high note, as That's annoying right. as you can be. All right, here's the deal. Do you know what day you want me next week for this podcast, or you don't no, know no, yet? I'm going to have you, not yet, I'm going to have you on within the next two weeks. I might, the first okay. two weeks is where I'm going, and I might close that second week. I don't know yet. I don't know yet. It depends on how you sound uh, and what you say. I don't know. I, oh, so you, you're going to edit it. <laughs> You already said you're going to edit. You, All right. You know how you are. I might have an hour to get in five questions with you. Come on. Maybe If you got to five in an hour, that'd be a record of anybody interviewing I me. I usually something. take the ball and I don't stop. I you run. That's a, that's a sports analogy. Listen, I'm proud of you. I'm honored to be your. Um, I thank you for your friendship. I think the I world of you. Same here. You made my son's day. Frankly, you made his year when you spent time with him, talking sports with him. He loved it. Yeah. Uh, we're all going to get together pretty soon. It, it, right. The new podcast is called No Mer. What's up? You're treating. Don't be cheap. You're treating. I'm treating. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Don't Did be you cheap. Expecting? I'm never. Ha- Linda, have I ever not paid for you? dinner? Huh? Linda, Linda's been around me for 20 years. Have I ever not paid for dinner when we got when anybody goes out to dinner? I would say that both you and Stephen A., dear friends, are equally uh, right. giving and kind and always pay for everything. It's my pleasure. Listen, uh, I wish you all the success with this. Continued success at ESPN. Uh, I'm proud to be your friend. I'm very honored that you come on the show, and I look Great forward point. to being on your podcast. It's called No Mercy, but they spell no, K-N-O-W. I'm not sure why, but Stephen will tell it. I'm sure explain it at some point. Sir, good luck starting Monday. All right, my friend. Appreciate you. Thank you. 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, Isn't he great? I just love Stephen A. Uh, Dave in Michigan. Dave, how are you? Glad you called. Start with Stephen A, and that was no intention at all. But uh, I I don't think that a 
basketball game, a football game, or a baseball game is any place to show your anger and kneel for the game. I'm sorry. We have a flag. I've got uncles that died in Nam. I've got uncles that come from Nam just completely disturbed. I've got uncles that died later from Agent Orange. Uh, I, I grew up in the 60s, 70s, and 80s. I'm 60 years old right now, Sean. And I, I'm sorry, I, that just stuck a chord with me. And that was not what I called to talk to you about, Sean. <laughs> That's all right. Well, listen, I understand you're responding to our conversation with Stephen A. Uh, what's on your mind today? What's going on in Michigan? By the way, you've got a gubernatorial candidate there that I think can do pretty well. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'm really kind of dumbfounded because we've got to put people at the polls. Honest to God, we've got to put Republicans at the polls to watch this stuff. Um, I believe that Detroit was stolen from us. I, I, and I'm not kidding. I mean, why would they put paper all over the window and stop us from coming in to watch the counts? I mean, it's just absolutely crazy. And there is a two-standard um, system, Sean. There's no doubt about it. And I realized that when I started listening to you and, and telling me about the Hillary, you know, I mean, and bleach fit. Never heard of it before. You know, I mean, it is. It's a, it's a two-standard system. Look at the FBI. Um, my gosh, look at what Biden's done and, and his son. And are you kidding me? If Trump did that stuff, they'd be all over him. Right now they're trying to attack him just for the fact that they can't. I mean, they want to stop him from running for president, Sean. You know that. I know that. I mean, it is absolutely unreal. Blows my mind what a system we have here. When I found out how crooked the uh, uh, FBI was, I mean, unreal. I told my wife, I said, are you kidding me? Are we living in a third world country or what? My wife is is right beside me, you know, voting for for Donald Trump and and voting. I mean, we're MAGA, so unfortunately, they may be coming for us, Sean. You know, it's crazy. It look, it's it, listen right now. What we're hearing, and I can't wait to hear from more from these whistleblowers. We heard from John Solomon today, and one whistleblower. But yep. we're we're now learning that these FBI agents are saying that that once great agency now has been taken over by politics it's been politicized we already know that the doj is weaponized we already know we have a dual system of justice this is why in 46 days the people you elect and and i'm talking about at the state level the the ags that you are electing the governors that you are electing that will have standards in terms of voting etc integrity standards so everyone can have confidence in election outcomes and, and we don't have you know, the the constant, never-ending chaos, especially in some states. We need all of this. It's good for the country. Sorry, John. We've already found out that there's uh, two different standards for Governor Whitmer here and the rest of the country. I mean, as soon as we start dealing with COVID, her husband's going to get his boat out of a freaking dock, and, and she said that we can't use a boat with a motor. My gosh, I'm a fisherman, Sean. Uh, my father-in-law is 70 years old, and him and I have been best friends since... Uh, I met my wife, which was 40 years ago, and we fish and we hunt, but we weren't allowed to use a, a motor. What the heck's that got to do with COVID, Sean? It's still yeah. so. All right, I got to roll, my friend. God bless you. Appreciate you being with us. South Carolina, Peter, on the Sean Hannity Show. Hi, Sean. Hey, thank you very much for the uh, for taking my call. I've been a long-time listener and started listening to you when you were just on that local station in that little city called New York City. Uh, wow. Anyways, I, I've got Thank you. 38 years of commercial real estate experience, 
And I have a few thoughts and comments that I wanted to share with you and your audience, okay, with regard to appraisals and that litigation that's taken place in New York State, if I may, okay? Yes, sir. Uh, I started to look at that 222 pages, and I read about 30 pages, and I gave up on it. I mean, it's just just loaded with a bunch of bunch of fill, okay? A bunch. But anyways, my comment is bank valuation is different than property valuation. The bank is only interested in one thing, risk, okay? They're not really interested in, in, in appraisals. They measure risk, and that's all they care about. When they consider a loan, they try to arrive at the loan amount and minimize any risk that they have. They look at the borrower, right. they look at the asset value. And in many cases, they look at it on a global scale. They look at the assets that the borrower owns. So they're not just looking at that one asset. They're conservative and they look at more than their value. Uh, it's all about the ability to repay the loan if something should go wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, look, to to me, this is the dumbest thing ever. I mean, anyone that's ever done a real estate deal, anybody knows that you have to get an appraisal and and appraisals can vary. I mean, people take into account different factors. They might come up with a different number. That's why anybody that's going to lend money, any real financial institution, any real bank is going to do their own due diligence, their own valuations, and they're going to make a determination whether or not your valuation is real and correct or not. And if it's, there's a disagreement, you might negotiate it out, or they're just going to say no, and they're going to deny your application for the loan. They're not going to give it to you. They they have a responsibility financially, a fiduciary responsibility to people that put money in their financial institution to make money. It's not exactly. that complicated. Exactly. You know, I deal with, with this every single day, and I performed a number of a what we call BOVs or broker opinion evaluations. It's an opinion. Okay. And, uh, I worked with appraisers over the years and I perform, I look at the computer every single day and I deal with investors, buyers, sellers, and we use the same approach to arrive in that value, but they can, they don't represent real value. We only provide an opinion An appraiser only provides an opinion. Uh, there's That's a it. big difference. You know, there's a big difference between market value Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, uh, Listen, I know people that. that tell me all the time, my home is worth blankety, 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 blank. It's up so much money since, okay, it's really only worth that if you can get a buyer that will pay that. You can, you can think it's worth, let's say you think your home is worth a million dollars. Well, you can think that, but unless somebody's willing to pay a million dollars for that home, it's not really worth a million dollars. Now you look at uh, comparable sales in a neighborhood. It gives you a pretty good feel of, of what the going rate might be, and you might come to an educated guess. You probably are somewhere in that area. Um, but then you have market forces that might change the dynamics. If you go back six months ago, you had people, day one, open house, and flooded with 25 potential buyers, and five of the buyers are, are offering above uh, asking price and bidding against each other to get the house because of the scarcity in the market. And you see that it's still happening in some places in Florida, but not like it was. Uh, but I think Florida will fare better because they they have an influx of migration of Florida from other states, and and states like New York are going to be hit really hard with, in the real estate market. Um, anyway, you make really good points. It's just sad that this is all about politics, and it's all about destroying one family, one one person, and one corporation. And the, And... I think Professor Dershowitz was right. 
Letitia James, based on her comments running for office, should have recused herself in this case. Anyway, appreciate the call, my friend. 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. Did you know your home address? That is part of the public record. That means cyber thieves can use that one data point as their starting point to attempt various types of identity theft crimes against you. Now, if they know where you live, well, that they can also give bad actors an ability to redirect your mail without your authorization, send you official-looking scam letters in the hopes that you'll reply with personal information. Look, all of us are putting personal information out there in public on the Internet every single day, and LifeLock.com by Norton sees all of these threats that we would otherwise miss on our own. If they find information of yours that's compromised, you'll get an alert. If you're a victim of identity theft, you'll get a dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist to fix it for you. It's a low annual rate, and you can save an additional 25% off your first year when you call 1-800-LIFELOCK. Mention my last name, Hannity, 25% off, or go to LifeLock.com, 25% off with the promo code Hannity. Protect your good name, reputation, finances, credit score, 1-800-LIFELOCK. LifeLock.com, promo code Hannity. All right, that's going to wrap things up for today. A great Hannity tonight, 9 Eastern. All right, McCarthy, Republicans running on their commitments to America. We'll talk to them about how serious they are about these promises, these pledges. It needs to be a solemn vow to fight for those Make America Great Again principles, America First principles. Also, Newt Gingrich will weigh in on it. All coming up, 9 Eastern, set your DVR. Tonight, Hannity, Fox News, news you'll never get from the mob and the media. We'll see you tonight. Have a great weekend back here Monday. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I wanna confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.